Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Welcome to This Song Is Yours, a music podcast where we chat to a new guest each week, talk about their life and creative endeavours and talk to them about some of the music they love. Our show works by chatting to our guests about music, their songwriting techniques and occasionally getting them to make you a playlist of the songs they love. Welcome to episode 209. I'm your host, Simon Fink. Our guest today is Hot Chip. The British dance and electro icons released their brilliant eighth record back in August, titled Freak Out Release. They're touring the country this week, including a set at Harvest Rock Festival in Adelaide. In today's episode, we're speaking with band member Felix Martin about getting back on the road, their eighth studio record, and memories of touring the big day out. Here we go. Our guest today is one of the members of indie electro band Hot Chip. Known for consistently releasing thought-provoking dance and electronic music, the London band released their eighth studio record back in August, which was entitled Freak Out Release. This week, they're playing shows in Australia, including a set at Harvest Rock Festival here in Adelaide. Please welcome to This Song Is Yours, Felix Martin from Hot Chip. Hello, sir. How are we? I'm good, thank you. Yeah. Um, it's about 11 o'clock at night where I am. Um, I'm in San Francisco, so I'm in a slightly different time time world to where you are. And I'm not even sure which day of the week it is where you are, but um, <laughs> where it's are Tuesday we? night here. <laughs> it is Wednesday evening where we are um, at the moment. Okay. I was going to guess that you were a little bit further away from San Fran. I was under the impression that um, I believe Hot Chip are playing in Argentina at the end of this week. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, there's a South American tour happening at the moment. Um, But due to kind of health issues, I've been skipping in and out of some of the shows um, over the last couple of years recently. I have like a bunch of like chronic illnesses and stuff that I deal with so I'm not always present for the live shows but but I am going to be traveling to Australia so that is very exciting to hear um I'm I'm obviously sorry to hear that you're missing out on those South America dates but I'm slightly um think it might be rude of me or even a little bit selfish but I'm glad that we get to see you <laughs> yeah no I'm, I'm looking forward to I, I hate missing out on stuff but it's just unavoidable sometimes but um but yeah, I'm, I'm really happy. I'm really, really, really grateful that I can come and visit Australia again and play. Of course. Is there, uh, I was having a look back over the the course of the, the number of albums that Hot Chip have had, and then I'll get into that in a little bit, but are there many tour memories or kind of standout memories from the, the multiple times that you've visited Australia? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think... In the early years, it's just it. I, I hadn't really done much traveling pr- 
prior to to when we started touring with the band so just suddenly being able to go to somewhere as far away as australia and um and play our music just seemed like such an amazingly exotic and exciting and <laughs> fantastic thing to, to do you know and um, that would have been probably when we were doing the big day out um festivals and mm. um, and yeah it just it just it just felt like a real moment with with what was happening with the band and um with the kind of electronic music scene at the time in general um and it was quite a fun festival to be on because in general all the the artists would sort of travel together around the country so you'd end up on the same flights and on you know on bus rides together and just yeah just kind of hanging out with with different people and partying and staying in the same hotels and, and stuff like that so it was kind of like a crazy school journey or something with <laughs> with a bunch of with a bunch of yeah people who are quite kind of green with touring but just super excited to be there we have spoken to a few artists over the years who have kind of uh, recanted similar stories it was almost like yeah a big musical summer camp for adults if you will that um yeah 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 it was yeah but it and it felt like you know the crowds and the audience were as much a part of that as, as anything it just it felt like a, a kind of a moment that encompassed the musicians and the audiences and and yeah it was it was just exciting to be part of that and, and it was a cool time it is well there are very a lot of fond memories uh, in relation to big day out i did uh, manage to catch hot chip at um the adelaide big day out many many years ago as a as a younger man mm -hmm. um but i will be seeing you we are based in adelaide which is um where you're playing harvest rock festival next week oh sorry when this episode is out it'll be this weekend it's okay. very exciting um because this festival does seem a little bit more i don't want to say grown up but it seems a little bit more um based on the music itself and there's a bit of culinary and, and food and wine which i'll get to later but um i guess have, have you firstly have you managed to have a look at the the lineup for harvest rock yet I haven't. I haven't checked it out actually. I, I um, yeah. I was. I was just looking at the schedule um, earlier on today, but I, I haven't got around to looking at the lineup. Um, who's Who's going to be playing? Um, I believe uh, we've got Jack White and Crowded House, and then um, right. Sam Fender, The Avalanches, Krungbin. I feel like there's a handful of other incredible acts which. Um, which we'll make sure we post in, in this podcast. But uh, Hot Chip are returning to our shores for the festival and touring on the back of the brand new album, uh, Freak Out Release, that came out recently. Uh, firstly, congratulations on this record because it is a brilliant record. Thank you, man. Yeah, thank you. It's, it's, yeah, it's great to, to have it out there and to share it with people. Of course. Is, with this being the eighth studio record from the band, is there still a sense of nervousness when you guys release something and how and i guess wonder how it's going to be received <laughs> um i'm not sure if it's nervousness there's there's definitely like there's definitely anticipation and um i really like the the bit when you first release you know the first single or the first couple of tracks that drop from the album and um, just the enthusiasm and people 
kind of remembering who we are <laughs> and being like, oh, these guys are still around and still, you know, still making good music. Uh, that's kind of my favorite, favorite reactions to the record, I guess, is, is um, just people seem genuinely surprised that we're still capable of making good records when we're eight, eight albums into our career. Most, <laughs> most of the time people think by the time you're that far in, you're going to be not really making anything very interesting anymore. But, but yeah, it still, it still seems to, to work. Um, and people still seem to like it. So we'll, we'll keep, keep making them for as long as, as long as we can. <laughs> well, from what all the reviews that I've seen, I don't want to obviously use my own personal bias with that, but from all the reviews I have seen, it does uh, come across that people, yeah, they are still enjoying what Hot Chip is doing, that you guys still consistently mm-hmm. put out good record after good record and that it it kind of, the, the track record uh, continues to be unbroken. There's, there's, no, there's no dud as of yet, touch wood. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, people, people definitely have their have their favorites and um you know i think i think maybe the key to it is that the albums tend to jump around quite a lot as well so i think each each record has got generally has got quite a kind of wide variety of of types of music as well so it's it's yeah it's, it's a funny thing i think um we're probably getting to the getting to the point in our career where we should think about releasing like a greatest hits. Not that we've ever really had any particular hits, but you know, like it's, it's quite fun. Sometimes I, I, I go back and um, listen to older albums and, and I'll be reminded of, because, because there is so much music out there and the hot chip music out there. And I'll be like, Oh, you know, I, I would just have forgotten about a song that, that I was dead excited about at the time. And, and now I'm like, Oh, we, you know, we don't play that one live. And, um, there's a track called Thieves in the Night from One Life Stand, I think, which which I love. It's like it's such a such a kind of banger, but I don't think we've performed it live for probably ten years or something like that. And um, it's not a terribly well known one, but yeah. When it comes to I guess album tracks, things like that, do you revisit? much of the the previous body of work from the band when you're when you're about to go back into the studio like for this album was there revisiting of those previous records not especially i think it's more i think alexis and joe tend to have a bit of anxiety about not wanting to repeat ourselves and um not wanting to just try and recreate the sound or you know um ape songs that we've written in the past and they always want to do something new they they have a a real strong instinct and a real strong desire to keep things interesting and to um do things in a different way um which i think is is one of the big reasons why why the music continues to be interesting that they're not willing to just fall back on the same formula if you know what i mean even even if the sound of the band is quite consistent over time, um, it yeah it means that we just don't try to repeat ourselves too much. Um, but we wouldn't necessarily go back and listen to old albums. We just we just know it in our heads, if you know what I mean. Yeah, of course. 
from from what I had read of this record, though, the the method of I guess composing or creating these songs was slightly different in that, for the first time ever, it was all band members in the one room writing together for like for creating the song as as one unit. Yeah. If that makes sense, yeah. We've done we've done that a bit before. Um, it's it's always been a bit of a bit of a mixture of things with with a heavy reliance on Joe producing a lot of the music um, and Alexis writing uh, stuff independently. Um, it's always been a bit of a balance between um, those central pillars of the songwriting and then myself and Al Doyle and Owen Clark coming in and helping to flesh things out more or less. Um, but I'd say on this album, probably Al had a more substantial role and it was all created in his studio in London. So, um, yeah, inevitably, I think he, he had a bigger role this time around. Is this the first time you guys had recorded in his studio or has it kind of been that Hot Chips always used his space? Yeah. Well, it's a studio that we that me and Al ran together for a very long time, probably 15 years. Um, and then we built a new studio in the same space, in the same building in London, basically, um, which was much more... We, we put a lot more money into it and, and made it really nice. Uh, and then I decided to move to the other side of the world. So <laughs> I haven't had a chance to use it much, but, but it's, it's really Al's kind of baby. And, um, he's, he's put so much time and money and, and love into it. That it's a, it's a really fantastic facility at this point. Um, and somewhere that, yeah, we feel very at home there and it, it feels like our own place. So, um, yeah, it's great. I feel like that is a fantastic thing to have, obviously, a great studio space where you can kind of make it your own and in, in our sense that, like, I guess this is his own. Um, with yeah. this record, it does sound like, and, and previous records, that there's always been a sense that the band, you, you guys do have a very distinctive sound. I feel like you can tell when it's a hot chip record. And mm-hmm. this one has come back and it still distinctively sounds like that, but it does feel, and I'm sure it's been in a lot of press, so I apologise if you guys already heard this. Um, There's there's a sense of urgency. There seems to be a real kind of, uh, not to take from the album title, but a release. It's almost like pent-up anger, Mm -hmm. pent-up energy is orally exploding on this record. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. 
Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Yeah, I think it's fair to say that, it, you know, it, it was made during various degrees of COVID-related lockdowns and, you know, it it definitely reflects the anxiety and the difficulty of that period of of our lives um, and then it also to some extent reflects the feeling of breaking out of that time and trying to get back to some kind of normality or what what is normal to us and um, i think all of that is is part of the sound of the record but but i think it does have darker elements to it and um there's ang there's definitely a bit more kind of aggression in there to some extent and a degree of melancholy or despondency or <laughs> anxiety <laughs> all all of those things and it's yeah it's 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 always part of well i don't know to to a varying degree it's always been part of 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 who hot chip are um but it, it's definitely come to the fore a bit more on this record I, I would agree with that. I saw, I guess there's a lot of online conversation in relation to, not that it's a a more serious record because I feel like there's mm. tracks where there, there's no real ballads, there's not like um, no. a slower BPM, but yeah, the, the content, the what is being talked about seems to be a bit more serious, a bit more, um, I don't even want to say yeah, grown up. Yeah, Typically, I think we probably, I mean, I haven't, you know, really thought about this in depth, but I think in the early the early years of Hot Chip, the, the albums, the lyrics, we would tend to undercut ourselves lyrically just using levity or kind of bathos to some extent, you know, because maybe we were worried about seeming to take ourselves too seriously. That was always a a pitfall or something that we wanted to avoid those kind of like pompous um musicians who who seem to take everything they do very very seriously which is um but maybe maybe as we've got older we've we're more willing to just um not have to have that humor or levity in there necessarily um it doesn't mean that there isn't room for it at times but um, maybe we're less afraid to just stick to a, a song which is quite dark without feeling the need to put some stupid lyrics or sounds in there to, to brighten the mood. 100%. I feel that there is... It's still... Uh, Hot Chip have always had their own, again, distinctive sound, but distinctive almost sense of humour, and I feel like that's still there. In it, As you mentioned, it's not gone. It is... Just that sometimes the subject matter might be, yeah, on, on a little bit less of a joking side, which there is nothing wrong with that evolution as well. No, I think, yeah, I think one thing that remains is just lyrically, um, Alexis is very interested in like being playful with words and language. So could be repeating a phrase or picking up on a, a phrase or an expression that he finds interesting. So there's a kind of inherent playfulness to his relationship with 
with language and lyrics. So even if the content of the song is quite dark, um, yeah, there'll always be that playfulness with, with words. 100%. I think it is still one of the best key features of Hot Chip is, is the playful lyricism and, and wordplay. Um, on this new record, mm. Felix, there are a few guests joining you. There is the Canadian rapper Cadence Weapon, um, and there is also Lou Hater from New Young Pony Club. Uh, how did those collaborations kind of come about, and how did yeah, how did those two get involved? Uh, just very naturally, I think. Um, Joe was a fan of Cadence Weapon's album. Or, or you know most especially most recent album um and he happened to be in london so it's just one of those serendipity things where he just dropped by the studio and 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 it just worked out um without much thought going into it um and then lou is just a, a friend of the band really and um has been involved involved in a few things that we've done over the years and um yeah she just again just kind of quite naturally popped up for a few of the sessions and um just really liked what she what she contributed so yeah it was it was a pleasure to have her involved um and she came and performed uh, some shows that we had in brixton it was it was great to to have her on stage as well performing some of the stuff that she did on the album i i again i feel like hot chip is a, a force to be reckoned with live and so i can imagine those shows would have been Incredible, especially having Lou there. Um, as we've mentioned at the, the, the top of the interview, you are in Australia at the end of this week when it comes out. <laughs> um, you've got a few uh, of your own uh, shows, which will be at venues in, I believe, Melbourne and Sydney. Um, and then, yes, obviously mm-hmm. the, the festival in Adelaide. Do you have a preference when it comes to either your own kind of club or theatre venue shows versus the festival set? Not especially. I think they over the years, both have, you know, there's just big, I know it's a bit of a cop-out answer, but obviously your own shows, you're playing to a kind of home crowd, as it were, and people that are really enthusiastic and excited to see Hot Chip and a more intimate setting is is kind of nicer in some ways, but then the raw excitement and um the thrill of playing at a festival with a big crowd and the, the kind of special moments that can happen um in that setting are, are really are really brilliant as well so um yeah i find both things very cool well I, again we're very looking forward to seeing you here in adelaide at harvest rock festival um we'll make sure that we're putting the dates for those uh, venue the theater shows and for harvest rock in in the show notes um, as I mentioned before, Felix, that uh, this festival is being treated as more of a bit of a grown-up festival, that there's uh, music, arts, culinary kind of experiences. Are you a big... South Australia, I'm not sure if you're aware, is a big... We're known for our wines. We're very big... We're a big wine state. Okay. Are you a big um, wine uh, drinker? I'm not a big wine drinker. I'm not a drinker at all for the last 12 and a bit years, I think. <laughs> I haven't drunk any alcohol. Um, but, yeah, some people in the band are pretty pretty into their wine, so I'm sure they'll be excited to hear that. And I can just focus on the nice food and the nice setting, and um, I'm sure it'll be a real pleasure to be there. 
There is for those who are not drinking. Um, I am on the same uh, the same situation as yourself. I won't be drinking, but there is a lot of different uh, culinary food. I, be, I believe there's about nine or ten different kind of um, different offers and, and different uh, stalls, uh, different kind of places that they're offering. So again, we'll have all that in the show notes, Felix. Very quickly, lastly, we would ask our guests what they're currently listening to. Is there anything that's uh, on high rotation for yourself? <laughs> I'm afraid I've only got a stupid answer to this because um, <laughs> uh, I'm hanging out my two and a half year old son quite a lot so all I'm really listening to is kind of inane fairly inane children's music although we did listen to um the album Rubber Soul by the Beatles yesterday and he was really into that so we're probably going to be listening to a lot more Beatles <laughs> um, that's that's a lot better than like whatever other, like, horrible children's music he's listening to. I can, as, as someone who currently has two, or th- two to three different nieces around the house, there's a lot of wiggles. There's a lot of, um, what is it, Lululemon. Um, so uh, any Beatles, I think, great step up. <laughs> yeah, Beatles feels like a real, a real progression. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Felix, um, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I appreciate it. Congratulations on the album Freakout release. And, uh, yes, we look forward to seeing you in Australia next week for Harvest Rock Festival and for your tour. Yeah, no worries, man. I can't wait. Really looking forward to it. And that's our show. A massive thank you to Felix Martin for his time. Hot Chips Australian Tour begins this week, and we've left links in the show notes if you'd like to buy tickets to either show in Brisbane or Sydney or to Harvest Rock Festival here in South Australia. We also want to give a huge shout out to Layla at Scrabble PR for helping out with today's interview. If you like this show, please subscribe wherever you get your pods and stay up to date when new episodes are released. We release new shows each Wednesday and Friday morning, and we now have a Patreon, which you can find within the show notes of this episode. You can follow the post profile on Spotify, and you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Until next week, cheers. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.